0: And Insecure Podcast on Post Show Recaps. That's right. We got y'all. It's the fifth and final season of Insecure, and we are here to talk about HBO's groundbreaking, generation-defining comedy. And honestly, this week, with this Lawrence-centric episode, it felt a lot more like a drama than it did a comedy. I'm your host, that you love the most, Latanya Starks, here to discuss season five, episode three, Pressure, okay? And it lives up to his name. It really does. Um joining us as always, and thank goodness is the marvelous Miss Mari. Mari Fourth. How are you doing? Where are you in your headspace?
4: Um, I'm doing good. My headspace, a little wonky, a <laughs> lot of things happening. Um, but this was a really good episode. I talk about uh, <laughs> talk about getting people to fight on the internet. Like <laughs> yeah, they seriously. went in on this one.
0: Yeah. They if they wanted everyone on twitter to go at war to war with one another and they succeeded um yes seriously mission accomplished um all right and we also have everyone's fantastic most problematic fave um and someone that i cannot frankly wait to hear from about this episode in particular Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you doing this evening I'm good.
2: You know, as an angel amongst demons, I'm happy to be here. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll be everybody's problematic fave. I'll I, I wear it like a badge of honor, right? At least, at least for this episode, I have some things to say.
0: Yeah, um, this panel is going to have a lot to say about this episode for sure. Um, we're going to have a hell of an interesting conversation because this episode touches on just about every hot topic in the book when it comes to the realities of co-parenting, as well as getting on with your exes as you try to forge a new path in life. So I'm excited to talk about this one, even though I still have conflicting feelings about it, and it was really hard to watch at times. Um, so if you are as excited as I am, bear with us as we take a quick break to see if Lawrence is up. <laughs>
4: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: And we're back. Okay. So like I said before, this week's episode is a Lawrence-centric one, meaning that we get nary a glimpse of our girl, Issa D. Last week, we jumped a year ahead, but this week's episode takes us back in time, right to right after Lawrence and Issa have their wordless breakup. What do you think of the time reverse instead of the time forward? Are we excited to get this Lawrence story? Are we excited to see what his side of things look like, Mari? What do you think?
4: Yeah, it, it makes sense. Like it, it makes perfect sense. I'm glad they didn't they didn't have to beat us over the head with the oh one year later. We saw the progression mm-hmm. of basically how Lawrence's time was spent. So, um, or should I say, we can get the gist of it. So um, yeah, I'm glad that they they picked up right where we left off with Lawrence
0: yeah right Well, like immediately after Chappelle what do you think about this Lawrence centric episode what'd you think did you like it
2: I mean I was happy to see my boy back you know mm-hmm. as a um as a mm-hmm. member of the, you know the, the board of directors for the Lawrence hive you know um <laughs> like I'm like like what like the like keeper of of arms or something like that <laughs> okay of the Lawrence hive you know, arms so I, Wow. Well, yeah, yeah, it, 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 arms, legs, all that <laughs> stuff, you know, but, um, yeah, as one of the people who is, you know, we, we, we make the decisions here in the hive. Yeah. It was good to have him back, but man, I really wish he would have come back in a better situation than what we see, because, you know, I talked about. A couple weeks ago, when we did the podcast, like you know, it's nice to not have to talk about the baby mama drama and that. Fast forward was cool, but uh-huh. I mean, the thing with going back is that you have to talk about the realities of what you know happened in that time. And one of those things was very much baby mama drama, um, yeah, parenting, right. relationship stuff. So the bullets that isa Dodge are hitting Lawrence
0: right in the chest. So you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm just talking seriously. This was a messy one, to say the least. Um, So, you know, Lawrence centric episode. I was here for it. Um, we see Lawrence, um, arrive back at his apartment and he's all packed up and ready to go, which I was honestly a little, a little bit surprised about. I didn't think that he would necessarily move once he learned about Condola's pregnancy, but he decided to take the job at San Francisco at a place called Sago Fund. Um, Mari, were you surprised that he went to San Francisco, or did you? is this something you expect from Lawrence in, like, his per- career progression?
4: I mean, I feel like at least, at the very least, we saw it coming. I mean, once he was in that relationship with Issa, and Issa kind of gave him the go-ahead to pursue that job and, and say, like, oh, we can make the distance work. You know, of course, before the baby stuff happened, I think he had already had his mm-hmm. mind set on going. Mm-hmm. Then when he got the baby baby news, I mean... I don't know. I guess we'll talk about it later on in the episode, but he took the job and he moved away after learning he had a baby. So, I mean, I feel like that was his choice there.
0: It was a choice. You mm-hmm. didn't make that choice. Um, choices. Choices. He's working at a pretty rich looking place. Like it just looks like richness. I would like to ascend a staircase and have someone waiting with coffee for me at the top please you know (laughs) that looks fantastic i feel sorry for the woman whose job it is to get everyone's coffee because i know that they all have unique (laughs) orders i haven't done this job working in logistics and like having to get everyone's order exact i've got a spreadsheet full of food preferences i can pull up (laughs) right now for the entire northwestern debate team and its coaching staff but i digress um (laughs) so we see a quick scene wherein Lawrence is at a pitch meeting um, and he feels empowered enough to step up and contribute his opinion, even though it seems like he hasn't been at the firm for very long, um, which ends up going well. And he gets to run this client as a result. Chappelle, what do you think of Lawrence's new work situation? Would you it like seems- to have coffee just waiting for you every day? <laughs> yes, please. Please.
2: And thank you. Uh, yeah. No, this seems like a cushy job. It looks like he's finally made it. We like, you know, we've seen his struggles. If we don't know anything about Lawrence, we've known that he's had struggles with his career. Mm -hmm, And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I wasn't really surprised when he took this job because this seems like the biggest thing that's ever happened to him. Despite having the baby, I think in his mind, um, you know 6 hour drive mm-hmm. but a 2 hour flight it's not that bad you know i can mm-hmm. hop on the flight every 2 weeks or whatever spend 3 days there maybe take the baby back or with me or stay for a few days you're probably thinking this is cake and for it's looking like the job is worth it um i don't know if he feels the way at the that way at the end of this episode but at the beginning i can see exactly why this was appealing to him
0: yeah, it looked like a, a really nice kind of hedge fund. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The the ones that are just like peppering Silicon Valley and like San, the San Francisco mm-hmm. area at this point. Um, if it's this, it's a big come up from the couch. You know what I mean?
4: I mean, yes. right? Anything is <laughs> okay. a come up from the couch. But this is this really made me think. Like, what does this dude do? Like, I was like, what happened <laughs> to the making of the apps? Like, I was so confused. That's what. No the- one knows
0: what engineers do. clearly what is that job what are your what is your job um yeah it it did seem like he had more of a we we know he works in tech
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah right
0: you know (laughs) it seemed like he had more of a hands-on maybe like you know we saw him pitch some things we saw him pitch his own app we saw him also like work in a team setting but Mm -hmm. his job and what he does has Never really been defined on this show. (laughs) Um, But now it seems like he's at a VC firm, though, and just, like, hearing, taking pitches from people and deciding whether or not they're going to give them uh, startup money. And then, like, monitoring their money as they go. That's what this fund, that's what this seems like. Seems like a venture capital firm to me. Venture
4: capitalist. Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah. I think it's cool to, like showcase a black man working in this environment there are Mm -hmm. many hedge funds um and not many black men or black women for that matter especially working in these places so to see him like in this new job and to see him feel empowered enough to like speak up when everybody in the room is saying this client they're talking about you know is not a great gamble and he thinks that they are and it pays off for him it's nice it's nice to see that he's like doing well in his career Um, so, yeah, that seems to be going well. His personal life, on the other hand, is just a dumpster fire at this <laughs> point. Um, he uh. and Condola have not gotten back together, um, but he has decided that he wants to be involved in his child's life. I I have this later in the outline, but I can't not think of it right now. Apparently, he told Condola to keep him posted. About. Things about things. Keep me up to date. Keep that, me pu- like, can you imagine? That- I can't imagine how hard I would hit a man. I was <laughs> with his child, and he told me to keep him posted. I mean, but isn't that what you would like?
2: Right? Like, the opposite is, I'm six hours away. Don't keep me posted. You know, like, so what? What do you want from him I in this know, moment? I don't yet? know necessarily yeah.
0: that that would be any better. I I am a different. I'm like, I think I'm kind of built different. Like, if if I decided I'm going to have a kid. Which I'm never going to. But if I did, hypothetical Latanya, and a man was like, "Keep me posted," I'd be like, "Never mind. Like I don't need you. This mm-hmm. child doesn't need you. It's better that you are not in at all. If you're going to be like a quarter of the way in, mm-hmm. well, no way. Well, like, is- I don't need it.
2: Well, my question is, what is the correct response there for you, Latanya? Like you, you live six hours away from me. You call Chappelle and say, "Chappelle, I'm having a kid," and my response is,
0: "What?" you know what i'm saying like latonya what do i say in that moment where you're not going to like work on it keep me posted that's what you say to somebody at work when you're talking about a project that's not what you say to a woman that's carrying your child
2: oh this is a syntax failure
0: like, oh this yeah is definitely, it's, like- it's a failure in both diction and syntax alright okay.
4: all right. <laughs> all right. I'll let you guys go podcast, you are yes. the only parent as- on
0: this podcast
4: <laughs> as somebody who has a child and went through pregnancy I think this is where the bad foot started you know mm-hmm. not just the keep me posted because yeah that kind of stings but the problem is and maybe a lot of men don't get this but you know pregnancy and having having a baby starts during the pregnancy you know what i'm saying so him not being there for any of her pregnancy is to her mind what what it's going to be like as a parent you know what i'm saying because if you're saying keep me posted about the pregnancy then to me that makes me seem like that's what you also mean for your child because Mm -hmm. when you're pregnant you have all of those um those dates, so those, those checkup dates you have to go to, you know, you have to monitor, sometimes you have to monitor your blood pressure. Sometimes you have to, um, you know, sometimes if you, st- you have a leakage or, or if you're spotting, you have to run to the hospital. Yeah, like there's you could get so much, like,
0: diabetes. like there's yes, so much that yes. goes if, on when a he woman
2: wants to is be pregnant. Kept
4: posted of those things no like, no no, no. That's not the same. that is not the same as like being there and be like okay we're not together but you're happy yeah you're, you're having my child yes i want to go to the 20 week checkup where we find right. out if it's a boy or a girl like yes i want to go for your last ultrasound before to see how far you're dilated that's a that's two totally different things and i think that's again where men get it wrong because yeah. and and that's where just they always say, like, for women, you're, you know, when, once you're pregnant with your child, you become, become a mother. But for men, when you don't become a father be- until you um, actually hold your child. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, like, get served on papers. Yeah. <laughs> so i you think that, that's a father where it until starts. you get
0: your papers.
4: That's where it starts. So on condolosin... She's pregnant. She's going through all of this. You're saying, keep me posted. And it's like, okay, well, I'm making all of these decisions. I'm like, the doctor's telling me if the baby is breached or not. So once the baby comes, now you want to stick your neck into my business. I'm kind of looking at you side eye, but there's no right or wrong to this. I'm just saying, like, I think right here, right now, this is where it started. Mm-hmm. And this is where it started to go downhill. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, look. If you got these 20-week checkups and these things that happen that you know are going to happen, and I say keep me posted, from my perspective, and like like Mark said, I'm a man, so maybe I have a different perspective. But if I say keep me posted, I want to be kept up with those things. You know, like if you have some type, if the baby is breached, text me, call me. You let me know. I can get on the plane. You know, if you are having some type of situation, let me know what I'm supposed to do. Read your mind. We're not together. You want me to move in with you? You know, we lit- we literally broke up. And I got a job in San Francisco, and you know about said job. So it's kind of like, from Lauren's point of view, what does she want him to say? No, 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 I'm not going to take the job. I'm going to stay here and be with you throughout your pregnancy and live in this house with you, even though we're not together. That's probably what she wants. But that's not what he can offer her in that moment. So for me, Keep Me Posted just sounded like exactly what it sounds like. Let me know. Let me know what's up. It seems
0: like she doesn't really expect anything of him, though.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's what she said. said.
0: Yeah, she's been... going through all of this on her own she's made every decision so far about but, this child so yeah. like why now like he but then the child saying. is born and he wants input but that's what i'm saying like if
2: you haven't texted me and kept me posted and the next the next thing you tell me is oh yeah the baby here then yeah i said keep me posted now i'm here like if you had texted me or said i need the baby's breached i would have been here or you know like i feel like she didn't give him room to make those mistakes, I feel like he, she said, "Keep me posted." She said, "What San
0: Francisco?" She said, "I'm and he pregnant." Any job
2: before she said that she was pregnant. You know what I'm saying? It's not like <laughs> I, she he she said, "I'm pregnant." and He said, "I'm going to go take a job in San Francisco because baby, I'm not gonna be <laughs> here for this." You know, like it's kind of like order of operation is really where I take umbrage because, like, what you want him to do? Say, "Oh, you're pregnant." I know we're not together, but because of you, I'm gonna miss out on this uh this opportunity. All I'm asking is that it's a two hour flight. Let me know. And I feel like there might be a communication problem right there
4: between the two yeah, of them. Definitely a communication problem. Yeah, we kind of jumped the gun here. I feel yeah. like we got to... <laughs>
2: we're, no,
0: we're going to keep going. I just I'm <laughs> sorry that I... I, I just had, no. I
4: couldn't help myself.
0: This is one of those episodes where... This is one of those Lawrence, episodes. Yeah, it's one of those episodes. And it's also one of those episodes where Lawrence says the textbook things that you should never say to uh, a woman... That and part. especially not a woman who has just had a child, but we'll get to uh, that.
2: Yeah. And I, and I actually agree with you on that part. I think that there needs to be some allowances made for people's like emotional and mental state when they go mm-hmm. through something as traumatic as childbirth. And so mm-hmm. maybe there, you could have been more um, attentive and more sensitive to that. Yeah. Um, but I definitely am making a list of all the things that we are not supposed to say. Cause <laughs> keep me posted. not on my radar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like down, like keep me posted. Yeah, no when way. I heard that,
0: when that line came out, I did a Soprano style. Oh, I was like, what's happening here? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Meanwhile, I'm like, what? Is, that, what is that? okay What are you, you don't talking keep about? Keep me posted. Like, yeah, okay. Well, don't keep me posted then. How about that? <laughs> like, you know, so. better. Handle opinion. it on so, your own. You know, so. I've continued to handle everything on my own. <laughs> um, so. We see Lawrence on a date that ends awkwardly when he receives a text from Condola saying that the baby was born early. I guess I have a son. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. He says, I've been on some bad dates, but they've never ended this way. Um, Mari, Uh what would you have done in this situation if you were on this date?
4: Probably exactly what that girl said. Like, (laughs) how you funny? (laughs) Uh, Oh, oh, okay. Bye? (laughs) And I was trying to... (laughs) was the girl that we see later on but I couldn't tell. It, it, is. it, it is. It is. It is. So that was what? not a deal for her. The Lord, I pray the wow. Lord's prayer
0: all the time. <laughs> maybe, a loyal one. maybe it was because he left her money for the bill. <laughs> Strapel, would you have done this?
2: duh I'm part of the hive <laughs> we only move one way and that's in the gentlemanly way I mean we may step oh up and God. say keep you oh posted every God. now and then but we are not gonna leave <laughs> you with a check cause we having a secret baby you know so yeah he threw a few dollars. He probably covered the tip too. Look at Laura. That Lawrence. is a ridiculous
0: statement that you just made. <laughs> what do you want to not
2: pay for, it time? No, us like, just, just talk that's about not this what now. I want. He can't get <laughs> kept posted, but you can't not keep him posted. He can't pay for the date, but he can't. G- he can't also not pay for the date.
0: Like what? Is, is that? Is it? What could he have done? There are good arguments on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> let's <laughs> hear both sides. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So he leaves the date, uh, and immediately. He is to fly back to Los Angeles. He um, meets Condola in the delivery w- room and her mom, Jackie, and sister uh, Kira. I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah. Is um, who is played yeah. by the always delightful Kiki Palmer, <laughs> a noted Condola <laughs> hater on Twitter yep. last season, um, was cast to play Condola's sister, and I loved every second that she was on the screen. I would yes. like a show about um, Kira now. Um when I'm she good. looked at Lawrence when she got there and she said that's why the baby looks like that, I almost died. That was what that was some of the best line delivery that I've heard in a, a long time. Were you all happy to see Kiki Palmer here?
4: Um Kiki Palmer was a hater uh mm. in this episode, <laughs> but I always love me some Kiki Palmer. Anywhere, any anywhere, anyways. Uh so I did I did like this. I thought uh she brought basically the only comedy to this episode yes the only comic relief Uh, other than kelly uh, yeah unfortunately it always came at lawrence lawrence's expense Mm -hmm. you know um because i i feel like it's it's kind of weird because i feel like you do need these type of people in your life to be like girl like he he's he's being annoying but also you don't need all of that negativity all the time you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like Cause again, from our perspective, Lauren is, Lauren, Lauren, Lauren. is trying. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Lawrence is trying. You know, from our perspective, we see that he's trying, but from Condola's perspective, he might not be trying hard enough. And then from his sister's, (laughs) from her sister's perspective, he can like do nothing right. So I think, I think these people are important to give you like reality checks, but I also don't think they should be there at that beginning stages when you're trying to work this out. Like this is why I think we all agreed it was a good idea for Issa to step out of the situation. And I think Kira should probably step out of that situation too. But Again, I, f- I see. I understand why it's kind of probably hard for her because she's does seem like she's there a lot of the time, helping take care of uh, Elijah Mufasa or is Mustafa. Right? <laughs> Mustafa, yeah.
0: Mustafa. <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: it's actually it's a good name. So Elijah means uh, Yahweh is God, mm-hmm. and uh, Mustafa in Arabic was one of the names of Muhammad, but it also means chosen, selected, appointed, or preferred. That's so uh-huh. a strong uh-huh. name. Mm-hmm. It is. You, you add about surname in there, and you know what's not a strong not, name. Akila
2: Kiki Palmer was getting on my <laughs> damn nerves. I was oh like, my so, god! If you don't sit down, like okay, so here's my issue. We know she's never even seen Lawrence before. She ain't never met this man, but she already mm-hmm. hate him.
3: L- listen, yeah.
2: I try to stay out of black folk, black women's business as much as I can. But if you and this go for men, women, whatever. If you are bashing your significant other or baby daddy to your friends and family, you cannot expect them to extend grace when they meet that person Mm, because they don't hate them based on all the negative things you say. So even if Lawrence had came in there with all the money, just passing out money, (laughs) Kiki Palmer got years and years and years or months and months or weeks and weeks or whatever of of hate built up based on like the things you say negative about this person. So if you want to make stuff like this work, you got to leave people out of your personal life because if you're not willing to sever ties with that person, that's negative energy that's going to fester amongst you. That's like telling your homeboys and homegirls like, oh yeah, I'm sick of them. They always cheat. They always da 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 And then when your homeboys and homegirls be like, well, why are you with them or mugging them at the function? And you're like, no, we got back together. They not understanding, you know? Exactly. I feel like when you let people into your life like that, that's where you get this negative juju. And uh, (laughs) I think it's Akilah's fault.
0: And she needs to oh. sat out somewhere. <laughs> sat Akeelah, uh-huh. oh Van, that movie so long ago, and uh, oh, she yeah. will always be Aquila to me, <laughs> or the girl who got hit by a metro
2: train. <laughs> And, yeah, baby. <laughs>
4: That's Kiki Palmer. That's Kiki Palmer. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, we talked about the name. I I do love the name. I think that really uh does flow uh, together. It's a very strong, powerful, revolutionary name to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what did you guys feel about Condola picking the name and maybe not cons- consulting Lawrence about the name like fully?
2: yeah i mean yeah you know, i've always assumed that when the time comes i won't have any say so in none of this so like for me i was like mm-hmm. oh, okay but yeah. i know some people meet some people like take that like really personally like i'm right. not a person who has any ambition to have like a Chappelle jr like it doesn't have to right. be junior but some people love the junior or the third and they want to mm-hmm. keep their name legacy especially especially if you have a strong name not so much like I mean, Lawrence's name is Martin Lawrence. Okay, let's be very clear. Oh, God. <laughs> Martin Lawrence it. Walker is that man's Walker, name. Martin Lawrence so, Walker. Yeah, so maybe Jesus. he wanted a Martin Lawrence Jr. or whatever. But Elijah Mustafa, that's a name where I could see somebody wanting to pass that down. And so yeah, I can definitely see somebody wanting to feel like, no, I want to be taken into consideration when choosing the name. Comma but Sometimes names be dumb. And if you <laughs> name that child Absidy, A, B, C, D, E, <laughs> or Ladasha, a, You might be a single parent. You might yeah. be a single parent. I That's very true. Yeah, yeah, if the
4: name was something entirely crazy, then yes, like I think I would be upset. But this is a nice, strong name. It's a good right. name.
2: Yeah. Like Meet baby activia. Like, oh my God. You oh know <laughs> Then we gonna have to fight in a hospital. Like <laughs> Right. This, this is no. Lupiderm. Right. <laughs> like, no, it's, no, it's
4: F and not. <laughs> I've been like, get, get the papers, get the papers back. <laughs> yeah, get he, papers. Didn't,
0: he didn't seem that excited about Mustafa being the middle name, but yeah. um, you know, he didn't say anything about it, so at least that's something. Um, the first sign that things are kind of amiss is when it becomes clear that this is the first moment that Lawrence has met or seen Condola's family. Mm-hmm. Um, her mom is really gracious and introduces herself. Yes, as we have discussed, Lila!
4: Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. The great <laughs> Lila Rashawn here.
0: Love yeah. her. So good. And like such a nurturing, like, you know, presence, but also just very, like, you know, that's that's what, like, Good Christian moms do. They're just like, oh, you know, like, you got to love everybody. You know, at least be, like, civil to everybody. Mm
3: -hmm. So, that was
0: nice of her. But um, Kira was not impressed and, you know, remained (laughs) unimpressed for the remainder of this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, he, we see him um, hold his child for the first time. And he really does, like, a great, I think that um, he does a great job in this, like, part in terms of acting. Uh, when he holds the son, and you you see like what Mari talked about with like you know fathers become a parent when they fo- first hold their kid, because um, mm-hmm. you really do see him become enamored of this child, and like you know it feels like a very special moment that we're witnessing for this like group of people. I was gonna say family, but like not really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so and then it's return of the Chad. Um Chad <laughs> yes. is back. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Lauren the Chad s-
0: Hive. Can I join the
2: Chad <laughs> Hive? The Lauren well, Hive be here
4: the CEO of the Lawrence Hive. So right, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, Chad he's one seems of the messy. members. <laughs> stop it. So stop messy. it. So messy. He's, that man is. That man ridiculous. is trouble.
0: Like stop it What do you, what do you mean? mean? Stop it.
2: he he his friend a place to stay, he gives him sound advice, you know. Sound you, sound
0: advice? advice? What <laughs> bad advice did he give him in this episode? <laughs> both of those words are what terrible. A- what terrible advice did he give him in this
2: episode that was so bad?
0: Well, he called his child Mufasa.
2: For one. I mean, he got the name mm-hmm. wrong. He got the name wrong, but the energy <laughs> was still there. He said he liked it. You know, he was more yeah, than tiny clothes situ- to wear. Well, he's you a know? tiny man. So he's here's, a the man. He's a yeah, man. here's the thing. He's a small man. Here's the thing. Uh, he was more positive about this situation than Lawrence was. And I appreciate that because Lawrence was really down on himself. And so you need a Chad in your life sometime.
0: Um. Yeah. Lawrence leans has leaned on Chad a lot throughout this um, show in terms of like when things have not gone well, I just, I think that you're right that he's the CEO of the Lawrence hive, but <laughs> that doesn't change the fact that he's messy as I don't know what, like we heard about what happened with his fiance. And why she right, called I off the wedding.
3: Say. And yeah. then he like, I mean, bought we'll, her
2: purse. People, people make mistakes. <laughs> y'all forgive Issa, but y'all don't forgive Chad. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> just, Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Chad it. Chad seems like he might be a serial offender, but that's just nah, my you don't know opinion. That. You don't know that. Said, it, that's just my opinion, yeah, man. We're go, we not going to
2: do that. This is, this is like a good friend for people. And if you get you a Chad. Yeah, um,
0: Lawrence tells Chad that he wants to be more involved in decisions like, you know, kind of like, you know, how he didn't get to discuss the name beforehand. He wants the baby to be circumcised, which is another thing they haven't discussed. There are a lot of things that Condola and Lawrence have not discussed, which, you know, really just points to the lack of communication that is going on. And he mm-hmm. says that he's tired of being treated like a dead treated like a deadbeat dad. Um, this isn't like what he planned for his first child, and he doesn't want to be left out of future appointments or, you know, any type of future uh milestones in this child's life. Um mm-hmm. so, you know, it that begs the question of what was preventing him from being more involved before now.
4: Mm-hmm. But- No, and again
0: like just because you keep repeating that phrase doesn't mean
4: it should not be be all on her to reach out to him like if he really cares he could have been asking her like how's everything going how are you feeling how's you know how's the second trimester um going for you during the pregnancy and like you guys haven't talked about names you haven't talked about circumcisions like that is just not a good it's just not a good starting point because honestly again it makes it seem like you're still trying to decide like it, it it kind of feels like he's still trying to decide if he was wanted to be in his baby's life throughout her pregnancy meanwhile she had no you know nowhere to go she had to commit to this baby and she committed to the baby when she told him that you know it's up to him on how often he wants to be in, in the child's life and i just really think that they again didn't communicate beforehand how Mm -hmm. often and how involved he wanted to be and that's why i wonder when did he decide how involved he wanted to be again was it now during after the birth you know so it's just it just started on a bad foot look i'm just saying
2: like if she didn't keep him posted that's one thing (laughs) if he didn't reach out I think you're right, Mari. He definitely should reach out. Like saying like, "Yeah, you yeah, send me the copy." invite." That's not enough. You know, like this yo that's your baby being uh, you know, in that oven. That's your bun in there. And so you want to <laughs> be more hands-on. But again, I feel like I agree with Mari. Um one of y'all should have said something. And y'all went this whole y'all I mean, we're led to believe that y'all basically ain't talked about this this whole time. You know, exactly because like, there yeah. ain't no baby name that you that y'all picked out together there ain't no mm-hmm. plan about the circumcision it doesn't look like y'all talked about what religious plans y'all gonna have for it we'll talk right. about that it later is. on in the episode yeah, as we well will. so like so we're led to believe that nobody communicated with anybody so mm-hmm. you know at, i do agree with that like keep you posted is not enough but eh, arguments to be made on both sides <laughs> 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 you look you got the baby if you want assistance. Maybe say, hey, something came up. You told me to keep you posted. Here I am. Mm-hmm. And just say nothing. Okay. It don't sound like you want to be kept. You want you want any help
4: to me. But yes, but it, the hardest thing to do is to ask for help. You know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. across the board. That's the hardest thing to yeah. do is to ask for help. And we've um, only so- ever
0: seen Condola be incredibly um Sus- like self sufficient.
4: Sufficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah
0: um that yep. like we've only ever seen her like be a type a like get it done person who doesn't and really maybe, need anybody else
4: and i know it like we're kind of going in on lawrence right here but i there i, I there got my i got my <laughs> like, no, I
2: got, yeah. I, I got my, my my boy back i got him what y'all about to
4: they, say <laughs> no i'm just gonna say there will be spots where we give condola her uh one twos as well yeah uh-huh. Well, look, Mm -hmm.
2: let's just jump into that right now. I have a question about Condola being self-sufficient, right? Because there's a a past episode. I think it's the episode when we find out that she got divorced or whatever. And, uh, you know, that her husband left her or whatever the case may be. They learned that on season four. And she tells Lawrence, like, she invites him to that function or whatever. She's like, Lawrence, I'm having a function later on. He's like, you want me to come? And she's like, if you want to. He's like, yeah, I want to come. And so at the end of that episode, she says, well... Uh, he's like, oh, thank you for inviting me. And she's like, I didn't invite you. He's like,
4: you yeah, you, yeah weren't going you, to, you
2: weren't going to invite me? She's like, you know, you invited yourself. He's like, so you weren't, you brought it up, but you weren't going to invite me. And she said, I didn't want to pressure you. So she has a yep. track record of throwing stuff out into the air and then being like, but no pressure. And so when they, at the end of that season, when when they have their moment and she says, you, I'm not putting no pressure on you. You can do whatever you want to do. You can be as in or as out as you want to be. And he's like, I want to be in. She's like, oh, again, no pressure. She has a track record of being like, I don't need your help, but, or you don't got to come to this, but the door is open. Like at some point, Condola, say what you want. If you want him to be more involved, say it. And then you can say, you, I can hold you accountable to these things that you said to me, but like, you can't expect that man to read your mind because you are going through something. Like at some point you have to open your mouth. And that's and- why I say, you know, on both sides, you got to speak up. I know it's hard to ask for help, but don't you want it?
4: yeah like it's hard because um like so what are we saying like when she told him he she was pregnant she should have been like i'm pregnant i'm keeping it and you need to commit to being a father like right now like i mean what else was she supposed to say when they were no longer dating yeah but i also say that you know everybody thinks they can be a single parent until the baby arrives. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's much easier to envision being a single single parent until that baby shows up. And um and it's and it's and you know it's hard. Like people know having a baby is hard, but you don't know hardship until you actually have a baby. Mm-hmm. So I think that is again where Condola uh underestimated what she was in for. Because mm-hmm you know we we did get the the point the the part where like Lawrence was like you know why don't you get rid of the baby and i think she, they brought up like she did her and her husband she decided not to keep a baby that her and her husband her previous husband had because she wasn't ready yeah. at the time or something like that but this yeah. baby, she said she was ready for because, you know, she's further along in her, her life. You know, her and Lawrence just broke up. So who knows the next guy she might meet. So I understand her, her thought process of saying, I'm going to keep this baby, but like going in at it, that point saying like, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to, you can do. I agree with that approach, but yeah. now I think right this very second with that baby there she clearly needs some sort of help but i don't know if she can communicate it to him and um you know i i don't like that she she's not she's not properly communicating it to him she's n- not trusting him um it, and it's hard because also i think back to being in those feelings and having those hormones and stuff like that as well so it's a lot going on for her. But basically, all of this boils down to is communication. And they mm-hmm. just do not have it, like, at all between the two of them. Yeah. No, not That's even a lot. little bit. But, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. um, so, we see Pandola and Lawrence uh as a little bit of a united front at elijah's one week baby visit i think it's a really interesting turn of what the writers do here where there you can tell the gulf between them for a lot of different reasons but you know even like she calls the baby eli and he calls the baby Ja. um oh, just yeah. like shows you know that they're just not on the same page they're still not communicating and they They'll have different ideas of what parenthood is supposed to look like, or you know what what it looks like for them. So um, the doctor informs um, them that he's lost a little bit of weight, but said that it's pretty common for newborns. I know that happened at left first week uh, checkup for my nephew; he had lost weight. Um, right. When Condola tells the doctor that she's been having like some minor problems breastfeeding, Lawrence kind of like jumps in and starts asking questions, and Condola is like visibly annoyed and says that she's on it um i so you can really see the tension between the two of them here um and it seems like Lawrence's approach is a little bit adversarial um to start off with because he kind of has in the back of his head like no decisions he has no put input in any of the decisions um the thing that i a couple things about this scene I love the doctor. Um, who was just hilariously, (laughs) inappropriately talking about how most people's babies are (laughs) ugly.
4: Um, Oh oh my gosh, that was so bad. Not
0: this baby, but like all the other babies, ugly.
4: Um, Very
2: attractive baby you have. Yeah, it's a great
0: baby. Good one. Um, And this was uh, a member of Insecure's writing staff playing this part, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's so Um, awesome. Yeah. They mentioned that Condola, Condola is seeing an LC. Condola nope I'm uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's way better than what she's being called on Twitter, so oh
4: my God, yes, <laughs> yes,
2: my yeah. condolences to her name' it's going <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: um, so she's seeing an l c she says, which is a lactation consultant. Mm-hmm. I was glad that this was mentioned uh mari wh- uh-huh. you're you know, as we say, a mom, there's so uh-huh. much stigma stigma surrounding like whether or not mothers should breastfeed this day these days. And yeah. I'm so happy that the show inclu- it included like a conversa- the beginnings of a conversation about this and seeing a lactation consultant. I generally tend to believe that fed is best, no matter if it's done by the breast or if it's done by formula. But mm-hmm. maybe you can shine some light on um, why this was a good, positive thing to put into the episode.
4: Yeah, this is definitely a good start. Um, I think the problem where we get here is breastfeeding, producing milk, breast milk, it is such a, it's so stressful. Like it is the most stressful thing you are, you're worried about directly after your baby comes out. Like it is the number one thing I'm pretty sure most moms over there say that's probably the first thing they cried about after uh, birth because you're you're worried. You want to make sure that you are properly feeding your baby. And then on top of that, You have all of this pressure from, like, outside forces because you'll see it's like you should, you know... Breast milk is best for the baby. You should always be breastfeeding your your baby directly from the breast, directly from the best breast. That's the most natural thing, and it's just like that's so much pressure. Because if you're, you're if you're not producing what you think is enough, if your baby's having latching issues, it becomes so so stressful. And Condola slightly mentions like you know oh, we're having problems, and Lawrence is like what what's going on? What's it like? It I'm pretty sure all it did was just up her her pressure and her stress. Because it's already a stressful situation, and I agree. Like for me, like you want to, you want to keep them if you can breastfed as long as possible. But honestly, you know, formula is made for a reason, so don't feel ashamed if you cannot properly breastfeed your your child. You can always go back and forth between formula. I also don't care about bottle versus breast personally. Um, I what I say for you know, I'm not, this is not a mommy advice uh, podcast, but like do what's best for you and your child. Like, you know, as a first time parent, parent, for me, I was Googling and just, you know, and the doctor points it out in this scene, like, oh, y'all are first time parents. It's like, you're so stressful that you're like Googling everything and you're looking everything up. But honestly, do what works for your child. Cause no matter what that mommy blogger says, your child is not their child. So just you know, try and lessen that stress and that pressure off yourself by just finding what works for you and your child. And um, I'm just so glad that they really did kind of like talk about this because it's very important because a lot of Black women also don't get the chance to breastfeed um, that longer that often, normally because of environmental um, uh, issues with having to like go back to work and all of that. So uh, very, very important conversation. <laughs> Yeah. that we're having on this yeah. podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> More mommy and me news
2: after this. I so
4: I was uh, like, can we get back to the funny? <laughs> no,
2: I mean, I, mean, I, 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 I l- listen, I love hearing you talk about, you know, what, you know, how important this stuff is, because as I mean, this is just something that I will never have any experience with right like as far mm-hmm. as from my person like I couldn't witness it but this is not something I will live and so I think that is another reason why the Lawrence situation is kind of interesting is because Lawrence hears the baby you know there might be uh, some breastfeeding issues and he's like what can mm-hmm. I do to help move? like you know what, what do we need to do and I was like Lawrence there are areas where you can help this is not one of those areas <laughs> right. where you need to be involved like, she's this me- and I'm sure he doesn't know what an LC is but she says she's meeting with an LC I got it. And he's like, kind of like uh, Latanya said, I don't think adversarial, but I would say defensive because he wants mm-hmm. to be involved. And he's like, I'm here. Like, I'm here. I'm ready to be involved. I didn't like the way it went down last time, but I'm here. And so they're like, oh, we're having breastfeeding issues. Like, what do I need to do? No, you need to sit this one out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be times where you can step in and help. This is not one of those times. And so I just think it's one of those moments where you gotta stay out of black women's business. Um, <laughs> like, you be there for, you are the baby's father if mm-hmm. she needs your help when it comes to her body and her issues and you know her whatever her concerns are she'll keep you posted but you can also ask you can also ask and say hey mm-hmm. is there anything i can do if she says no chill out chill out if they right. say the baby needs you to do something then you you go there but she's already taking the step. she's already talking to the
0: lc no worries Lawrence. just calm down a bit you're stressing her out yeah
3: <laughs>
2: right
0: um so in the parking lot after the appointment Lawrence asked if Elijah's appointments can be moved from um, the to be moved to Friday evening so that he can fly down from San Francisco Cisco to attend them, those lauded Friday evening pediatrician appointments. <laughs> what, <laughs> like, <laughs>
4: yeah. is this a problem? What well, are you
0: t- talking about?
4: Well, no, <sighs> well, our pediatrician is open until eight, and that's what oh, that's we nice. used to do. Yeah, we used to go to like seven o'clock appointments at night because, um, like, I work, I used to work night shift and, and James mm-hmm. worked days. So, like, seven to seven o'clock was their absolute latest appointment. And that's what we would, we would do during the week. So, like, m- like, at least our pediatrician office, and I, and I don't know about if that's, like, nationwide, but they, some do offer those, those late time, um, appointments. So. Yeah. Yeah. And well, she
2: well, she didn't sound like she would be willing to try. So there's yeah, there are situations yeah, where somebody will tell you, my only availability is here. And you say, oh, okay. And then when new information comes up, you say, Hey, can I reschedule? Or hey, is there anything else we can do? She's like, No, that's the only time he's available. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, like at that point, now you now who's getting adversarial, right? Like, there yeah. are, there's a way yeah. you could you could you could bring that up and say, Well, we talked. He didn't think there was a time. And then I probably say something like, well, can we check again? You know, or it's like, is there right. anything else we can do? Can I, can I get in on the zoom?
0: You know, she's like, no, uh-huh. that's the only time. Sorry. Bye.
2: Like, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Look.
0: But w- she was already feeling pretty upset from the discussion about breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. So I can see also why she wouldn't be so uh, ready to like, you know, uh, turn everything around so that it fits his schedule. But yeah, yeah. this is also one of those things where like there are arguments on both sides. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she could be um, a little bit more um, considerate when it comes to his schedule if he's asking to be involved.
4: Yeah. yeah but again, nobody's clamoring for seven o'clock uh, yeah. appointments. That's why we were always able to get them. So yeah. like, if it's if it's possible, it should be possible. Mm-hmm. But I agree with Chappelle. She made it sound like she didn't even want to. like. No, she was not going to look
0: into that at all. Yeah, nope. it exactly. just wasn't going to happen. Um so he moves on to the baptism and asks if they're going to start organizing it soon and Condola tells him that her family has already planned it and that her sister will send him the details. And this yeah. is what finally prompts Lawrence to note his like what his objections are. So he doesn't get informed about his, you know, son's schedule until after the fact. He wants to be involved in making decisions. Um but then Condola points out just keep me posted um so i guess that's essentially what she's doing right now she is telling him what will happen she is keeping him posted and saying that he will get those details um right yeah from the sister
2: he never met until last week yeah anyone can send an email
0: invite chappelle
2: yeah it's crazy that he hasn't gotten one yet you know like he brought up the baptism She's being very passive aggressive, and we be I'd be remiss to not bring that up right here. It's not like she's like, Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. keep you posted. You said keep you posted, right? Oh, well, how come the baptism already planned and I still ain't heard about it? When you going to keep you posted? You going to come me the told last minute? No, so no, just on now. The she,
4: she posted it. He him. brought it up. That's you know true. What I'm but then now he's posted She said, well, she did say she was going to send you the invite, like next week. She had, yeah, you know, right. They but were going uh, to,
0: yeah,
2: they, <laughs> they were going to, to keep back that with posted. Them. Sure, they did. Just like she planned to check to see if they can move that, uh, that, that, t- that time so he can meet. This man well, is no, flying. <laughs> from, this man is flying from across the state of California. This is not a small state. It's a two hour flight. You got. He got. Probably got to take off time to come to whatever that is. And He wants his mm-hmm. parents to be there. You don't just like. Oh yeah, we are gonna tell oh, you eventually. Yes, and you I'm can the can. daddy. You know, like mm, no, Andola. I see you, and you moving shiesty. I don't like it.
0: Yeah. yeah, I guess. So at this point, <sighs> before we get into later in the episode, when they they seriously do um like show you. Uh, we'll talk about it when they show you like the contrast between these people's lives. But we'll talk about that. But for now, um, I know that there's not always a right person or a wrong person in the equation. But up to this point, who do you empathize the most with in this moment, Chappelle?
2: I empathize with her the most because she, at the end of the day, and we we won't we haven't talked about the contrast or whatever. But anybody going through a pregnancy there's like a a tiny alien inside of you growing and affecting every aspect. And this is how I've always looked at pregnancy. And so maybe if if you don't, if this don't fit your, your situation, whatever, but this is how I look at it. Like a cartoon alien is inside of your body and everything you eat, they want a piece of it. And then everything that they do is making you more tired. It's making you more cranky. It's making you sadder. It's making you, you know, angrier. It's making you like, it's making your feet swell. It's making you bleed. It's making you do all this stuff. And you have to care about that thing the entire time that it's in you. And then it comes out and then it wants all your attention and uh-huh. you can't, your life has changed forever for at least the next 18 years. 18 you are years. attached to this thing. 18 years and on your 18th birthday, you find out uh-huh. it ain't, you know, never mind. But like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that, that for me, I'm always going to empathize with the, with the woman first in the situation. Cause Why? You know, why would, why would someone sign up for that? I mean, you're giving the beauty, of, like, the, the glory of life. You're bringing life into the world, but that is horrible. I would never sign up to do that, something like this.
0: So I'm going to empathize with her first. Come butt. You're tripping. <laughs> 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 that was a long walk to get to that punchline. She's still oh, tripping. Last, you could be right and also tripping. Last week we had True. the Lord's glory, and this week we have the glory of birth. A yeah. <laughs> and I will
2: never know that <laughs> yeah. me either
0: um, so to kind of neutralize the situation Lawrence asked if he um, would be able to see Elijah every weekend essentially and Condola says that they'll figure out how to work it out mm-hmm. um, so uh, Lawrence buys Elijah a crib and like sets it up in his house and for a while that's it <laughs> he just has the crib there Mm-hmm. Um at the baptism Lawrence's parents are <laughs> not happy with how things are going because of Lawrence's lack of involvement and on Condola's side he remains totally unimpressed unimpressed face for days uh, um, well,
4: weren't they? Weren't they uh, disappointed because only his forehead was baptized? Yes. <laughs> Didn't
0: they say
2: only his forehead
4: could to make we'll it take in them to the other loop. church
0: to dip the whole the rest of them to get a yeah. full dip? It's appropriate. <laughs>
2: Dump that baby in that water. <laughs> <laughs> the little demons. You got oh to At clean them
0: up. that age, it depends on your like your religion, but at that age, babies are normally christened and not baptized. In yeah, my kinda- orbit.
3: And um, already, yeah and yeah. i think that might unless be this you're catholic control.
0: in which case yeah. your baby you is dunk. baptized yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah so i i've been to i i was myself christened but i wasn't baptized until i got to like choose for myself that i wanted to you know, follow the lord
2: yeah cool. you're when, when you're, you're older my mama was like, "It's time. Get in on, really?" Yeah. Oh, mom, we about to put you. Get in no. Get in on, bro. <laughs> that's, <right." laughs> like, that's really. You know
4: what you were like? I knew cuz they made for. you they make
2: you go to like the little Sunday school classes and stuff mm-hmm. like that before you mm-hmm. get baptized. But I definitely was like, "So, explain to me again why why I got to do this in front of everybody?" And "Just you know, right. like, shut up and just do it." I'm like, "Okay." Right.
0: No, oh. we <laughs> uh, We I my grandmother was big about like uh When the when you hear the Lord's calling for you Mm -hmm. to get baptized, that's when you get up and you go up there when like you know, the church opens up for anyone to welcome anybody who might want to be baptized. And so I I heard from the Lord and the Lord told me it was time. And so I got to Mm. choose it and it was it was beautiful. I got to have a great baptism. I think I was twelve, maybe. Um Mm.
4: I think my mom, I don't, I don't know if, if it's a christening or a, ba- I, my mom said I was baptized when I was a baby at her church. So mm-hmm. I don't remember it. I don't know if she meant christening. I've only heard christening like since I've been older. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I don't remember it.
2: Yeah. I come from the holiness church. I remember watching my mom and them. Like I remember watching, first of all, my mom and them, she was chilling, but like the older ladies was like falling out and doing the run. They <laughs> do the praise <laughs> laps and stuff like that. Yeah. The pastor hit you in the forehead with pow, and then you fall down like I, that's the that, Like I came from when I was a child, so like there was no choices. The pastor, they say, stand up here and say you want to get saved. You, I want to get saved. You know, pow in the forehead, you know. So mm-hmm. that's just or, or somebody hit you with the blessed pow, oil. They the pull forehead. out that oil. Oh, oil the I oil. I, I have that now. I still
0: have blessed oil. Keep that
2: blessed oil on you. I, my granny mm-hmm. blessed oil. Put the blessed oil on my axles for my car one time. Just yeah, going to my granny like, blessed my car
0: every time I got ready to drive back to college. Listen, he's she put, put a Bible the in the back. Nice. Put a, a Bible in the back. That olive
2: oil, yeah. The, the, yes. Rachel Ray could never. You <laughs> know, <like. laughs>
0: that E-B-O-O. The exactly. blessed kind. The blessed kind. <laughs> the blessed kind. Um, Lawrence's <laughs> uncle is hilarious. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> I did not get the name of this actor, but... That guy was funny.
4: Sliding we, people five dollars. Right. You Thanks for
0: the five dollars.
4: Um uh, <laughs> bless, me, bless
0: me with a five. Um, <laughs> 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 when Lawrence asked to take Elijah for the holidays, uh Condola is basically horrified. <laughs> like the look <laughs> on her face is just like, you've you've basically uh, blasphemed in this church. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Um because you know, the prospect of being away from him for an entire week and for the holidays. Like your baby's first holidays that's a lot um yeah. it doesn't seem like lawrence can read the room though so he's like it's just a week we just want to <laughs> spend i want my son to spend time with my parents so condola agrees to check back in with him closer to the holidays but we all know what that means <laughs> um, right yeah she's gonna keep him posted There's <laughs> <laughs> no way there's no way he got that baby um no yeah, so, but Lawrence does keep his word about flying to Los Angeles every weekend to see Elijah and, um, you know, to help, like, relieve Condola sometimes. Um, but one night after working late, he cancels at the last minute and Condola's like, you know, whatever. And Kira <laughs> uh, mm. tells her that Lawrence hasn't stepped up enough and that she deserves to be more upset and she's uh, than she's allowing herself to be. Um, that Condola, that Lawrence is basically no more than a fun uncle mm-hmm. and one who ruined their spa day because they were going to go and have a nice, like, sister spa day. But then he canceled at the last minute, which is, like, really inconvenient or in- in- inconvenient and also inconsiderate. Um, So Kira says she'll watch the baby so Condola can have a chance to go and unwind. But, like, you know, Condola... <laughs> kind of feels that like her life is gonna this is gonna be it now. Like it's just going to be her raising this child and she's she seems like she's living in some objection about it. Like it possibly could be some postpartum stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But she and, and that's what I like sense in um the portrayal of this character. Because she doesn't seem happy in, like, any of the scenes that we see her in in this episode. Um, she's right. trying to put on a little bit of a front later um, when we get to Baby Simone's birthday party, which we'll talk about in just a second. But she really does not seem to be, like, doing so great. Um, yeah. Yeah
4: she's not she's not doing so great but she feels like she has to which is the plight of single mothers everywhere black women everywhere you know Mm -hmm. the the regular old plight um but like it's so unfortunate because lawrence proved her right in this situation you know what i'm saying like um being able to fly down every weekend and you know you he said like i'm gonna be here every weekend and then that one night he's working late i mean it's not like the plane took off without him he still got the alert for the plane he could have still made it to the plane right. but he consciously de- decided to skip that weekend and that's what she wanted to avoid because i think the the biggest thing is i think she didn't want to get her hopes up you know what i'm saying and, uh-huh. and especially it just happened to be the week with the spa day so it's like well, dang, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I finally got maybe she finally got comfortable with having him right. there every weekend, and then the one time she's like, "Okay, maybe this works," and he cancels, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I, I." It just reminds her that he can opt to not come. You know what I'm right. saying? And and, and he and cannot show
0: up. She has to be there.
4: Yeah, exactly. And 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 that's the trigger. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. that just triggered the the rest of it, and. I do think that she needs the help. Her sister is there, like helping her. And I, and I do think that she is kind of taking it out on Lawrence a little bit. But it's like, what do you expect? You know what I'm saying? Like at this point, it's, it's just kind of like he, I think he is doing a a lot. He's, he, you know, he's doing more than most, but it's clearly not working for her. And I don't think she, Ever gets around to telling him why? I think it's just mostly their harp. She's just harping on the fact that he can not. He has be there. an
0: option. Yeah, he right. has the she option. Doesn't yeah. have the
4: option. Yeah, we'll t- we'll talk about that. You promise. have a
0: skeptical face, Chappelle. What's what's that face about? Because um,
2: I get it. Like, I do. Like, he does have the option. And that's gotta be hella frustrating because we'll see in the little split screen, there are times where she would love to be sleeping and she can't be sleeping. She would love to be at a spot date. She loves to be at a spot date. Like, I get all of that. Same time, Candola, you sat in front of that man and told him, I, I'm i ready. I am ready to be a single mother. Like, at no point did she say, Do you wanna get back together with me for the child or something like that? They didn't have that conversation for what we saw. She said, I'm ready. What are you going to do? And you are welcome to do whatever you want to do and be there as much as you would like to be there. You left him that window to say, "Okay, well, if I can't make it, I can't make it because you said I'm ready. This is what I want to do right now. And Lawrence doesn't have a choice in that matter. He does not. Um, If she if she wants to have a baby, that is her body. That's her choice, whatever. But at the same time, there are consequences to everything that you do. And so for Lawrence in that situation with Condola, he could have stayed in L.A. He didn't have to take that job. And so he will deal with the consequences of not being able to see his child whenever he wants to, not being able to, you know, have those moments, not being kept in the loop all the time because they don't communicate well. But she is going to have to deal with all the things that Mari said earlier. Being a single parent is harder than it looks. It's so difficult. Raising a baby by yourself, it cannot be exaggerated how hard that is. It's so hard. And the people who do it are magnificent people. And I think she just wasn't ready. She just not, was not ready to take that on by herself. She might have been ready to have a baby, but to tackle it alone is something that I don't think you can mentally prepare yourself for. It's just something that you have to do trial by fire.
4: Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, at this point, this is where she needs to ask for the help. Because I co- yeah. I, I still feel like I agree with her approach because I don't think there could have been any other approach other than, what, begging him to get back with her. Child support. Put that man
2: on child support and tell him that you need to be here and the court's going to get in your life. You know, like, <laughs> there are legal things you can do to make sure you get the assistance you need.
4: Yeah. But it doesn't that, seem like money is an issue for her. Right. Yeah,
2: but it, what I'm saying know, is... For, for, for me and my friends, whenever they come into like situations, I'm always like, you need to put yourself on papers. You need to be on somebody's child support because in that way you have a say-so. If y'all just got like a mm-hmm. spoken agreement where you're going to throw a couple hundred dollars here and now, and then she can let you see your kid whenever she wants you to, then that's what you're going to get. But like, if yeah. you have the judge say, okay, two weeks from now, you need to go pick it up, then that means no matter how tired you are, you get that plane notification. You about to go pack that bag and get on that plane.
4: Because oh no, we says, oh, no we definitely agree with He's that staring uh, at the bag, yeah, uh, yeah, I wanna definitely <sighs> talk be- about that a little bit later, but, like I'm just saying, from Condola's perspective, because I just don't think, um. Like, I, I just don't think she—I think she wanted to—she did want to give him an out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I think it would have been totally unfair for her to be like, I'm keeping this baby, mm-hmm. and you need and to, you be to be in this life, and I'm going to take you to court. Like, I don't—because we, we'd we be coming at her for something different if that was the point. So I, I, yes. I agree. I, I think that she did a good job of leaving it open there. But what I'm saying is now, now that she's being hit with the harsh realities— of single parent parenthood she needs to figure out what she wants because that's what i feel like Mm -hmm. she doesn't she doesn't know because Mm -hmm. she wants it seems like she does want him to be there but everything he tries she rebuffs so Mm -hmm. she needs to figure out where he can best help her communicate that to him and then they need to work it out i think that's that's what what's the the main problem at this juncture in their relationship with their baby
2: Yeah. And I mean, they have, she has a right to change her mind and stuff like that about, about stuff too. Like situations change, your mind can change. But if yo, if your communication was, you know, do whatever you want, but then when he starts to come around, you're going to resent him for it. Like you probably should have led with that. You can be as, as active in a, in the baby's life if you want but results may vary you know like right don't miss an appointment because I'm going to give you hell I'm going to talk shit about you with all my family and friends you know but like maybe that's another deeper conversation you should have with somebody maybe not as you know pointed but you definitely want to say okay like well I'm going to be counting on you to keep your promises and be there when you're going to be there and when you don't like I'm not going to react well to those things <laughs> you know like can we can we come to an agreement that if you can you will, you know, um, right. not like when you want to. You will, and I think that's a mm. very different conversation.
4: Yeah, yeah, and I think it was funny that Twitter. Some people on Twitter were like, "She shouldn't have never told him." And, and I, I guess mean, we could talk about that. Yeah, later. we can. I don't. We can get. We can get to that.
0: What the? What the? Consensus on the podcast, if there is one, about how all of this was approached in the first place. We've got a lot to get into still. Um, But we've got to pay some bills right now. So uh, we're going to take another quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. And then we'll be right back.
1: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
4: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
4: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. (laughs) The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. J-j-jumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's
4: time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.
1: Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. All
0: right, we're back, everybody. Can we talk for a second about Christina Elmore? You know, say what you will about the character of Condola, but Christina Elmore mm-hmm. is doing a great job in this episode, and she's doing it, we learned, from the wind down mm-hmm. after having had her own baby. So, you know, so crazy! I and I, I figured that that was the case because I, I was like, this is not, this doesn't look like wardrobe department's giving her those boobs. This doesn't look like like what this looks like a woman who just gave birth, which is a thing that yeah. I can identify now. So, great. <laughs> Thank yeah. you to my oh sister. My um. So, yeah, we're back in San Francisco. Lawrence is putting the finishing touches on Elijah's crib. When Condola texts him to ask if they should accept Tiffany and Derek's invitation to Simone's first birthday party, which is, like, this baby gets a posh little party. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. um she wants to know if they should go together and he agrees it's a really brief scene um but you know like we we see them kind of being a little bit conciliatory for the first time really in the episode um what do, do you all think that they should have attended this party together does this sound like a sound decision
4: so uh friend of the pod uh miss asia welsh uh to Mm. say like if we haven't recorded the podcast we need to bring up the fact like how are how did they get invited to the party but like Issa and molly weren't there um yeah and to possibly answer that question when you have kids parties you just invite everybody who has kids like (laughs) yeah like people you barely talk to if if you're trying to fill a quota of like kids you're like who are our them? who have that, at? whose kid is that? Let's, <laughs> let's invite them. Like, I think that was it geared towards it. It was like, oh, it's Simone's first birthday. You saw that there were other kids of varying ages there. Mm-hmm. Pepper the Big.
0: The hardest it, of ours.
4: They looked like they had a, like a bouncy castle or anything there. So it was a very kid-centric party. So I, so, and you know, Condola is still... I'm assuming keeping in touch with Tiffany. They have to be like mommy friends now. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course, Derek and Lawrence. So I, I'm not surprised that they were invited. I, I'm not surprised that they, I thought that that was probably a good question for them to like go together. Um, and all that, but I also understand why Issa and Molly weren't there, you know, because they, pr- they, hopefully they're seeing Simone on a regular basis. You don't really need to go to a first birthday party. And if, you are told that your ex and his baby and his yeah, baby mama is going to be at the party. Then you don't need to be there. Like it, you really don't. At yeah. least I don't think so. So, um,
0: I could find yeah. a much better way to spend a Saturday than that.
4: A- a- exactly. So, and and leave it up to them to have this this party for a one year old. Because I know I'm
0: gonna, this level of party for a one year old child. Who still looks like she is barely walking. Exactly. You know, like she can't do anything. This is a party for all of your friends' children. Exactly. And and you. This is not a party for your child. This child is one and won't remember the matching tuxedos that she and Kelly are wearing. That part. Um, Kelly, thank God, is at this party um, (laughs) and is amazing we see Natasha Rothwell in all her glory. She looks great. Everybody who she associates with is thriving, um, <laughs> in abundance, and in, in abundance, abundance. Yeah. in abundance. Um, which is the best way to answer the "So how's my ex doing?" like question?
4: Yeah, yeah um, the, that the was great question. Yeah. yeah,
0: Kelly has stopped drinking, y'all. Um, I just wanted this to be noted. Like
4: yeah, we, good for
0: her. Yeah, we've seen Kelly think... get drunk and make some questionable decisions in the
4: past. Yes,
0: um you know she says that she died <laughs>
4: nine months ago. <laughs> might
0: have heard about
4: uh, that <laughs> metaphorically. Yes, speaking. and this gave us the timeline. This gave us the mm-hmm. like uh, the update to the year timeline. So this mm-hmm. was great.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's there with like a gaggle of tiny humans and uh, Pepper, the pig, um, (laughs) who is played by her cousin, I think. Yeah, Uh, Tyrell Tyrell, is not doing great in (laughs) any, like, he's just, he shouldn't be at a kid's party. Um, Whether he's Pepper or Peppa or whoever, he could be salt and he still shouldn't be at this Mm -hmm. party. Because he is just totally smoking weed openly in his Pepper, the pig suit which is so that sounds like a cousin of mine frankly um so yeah i think it's really cute that she's bonded so so much with simone especially considering the fact that she was like this child is taking my best friend away from me get it out of here um so that's really cute um so then some stuff goes down um kelly kind of does her uh mc thing we see uh, Lawrence come back um, after volunteering to feed Elijah. And um, he decides that he's going to introduce some soft solids that he saw at the baby snack table. This baby snack table, like, what? I wonder what all was there. What, what, Mari, what would you put at a baby snack table for a one year old's party?
4: First of all, I wouldn't. But yeah. <laughs> he said he said there was an assortment of mashes. So, like. yes.
2: listen, Mari, this might not be your style, but make sure you send friend of the podcast Asia Welsh this question because I'm sure she has some ideas for what she would do with her baby uh, uh, charcuterie board. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: uh, I had a lot of charcuterie boards yesterday at my sister's baby shower. That was that's one of my fun, most fun things I do is making a, a charcuterie. I love to do it. Dang, I want one now. I want a board now. I need some gabagool. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Condola um, is not happy about yeah. the introduction of the soft solids. Again, communication. Um, Bad. He doesn't <laughs> even know what his child eats or whether or not the child has ever had solids before which seems like a conversation that you would have if you were co-parenting with another human being. What does our child eat every day? How is that going? Are they on college yet? Like, do you think Lawrence read what to expect, Chappelle?
4: Oh my God.
2: I mean, he definitely didn't read the book, but to, in, his, uh, in his defense, the doctor said after four months, it's cool. And if she said, okay, it's not cool, Maybe that's a conversation y'all should have had. Especially if y'all mm-hmm. came to the party together. Y'all rode in the car together. Uh, questionable. But, like, <laughs> you you would want to say you're going to go around a bunch of people with food. You want to have the conversation about, like, I mean, how many people are you going to let hold your baby? Because I know people are not keen on you just taking a child. You know, like, do not mm-hmm. hold the baby unless they're cool with it. Some parents are like, don't touch my baby. Uh, you know, like, don't touch yeah, the baby. Somehow, I I it. Don't like worry that. about it. Yeah, but, like, if John had not that conversation, what's we'll stopping Lawrence for being like, "Yeah, here, Chad, hold my baby, real quick." You know, like, and then you're like, "Oh God, don't get Chad, don't the baby. give Chad the baby." <laughs> <See>? <laughs> you <laughs> you know, took the words but, out of
0: my mouth. But that's never what I'm saying, give like, Chad you, the baby. Everybody yeah, he
2: could probably the product could take care of the baby. But what I'm saying is, like, you you have to have those conversations because what is he supposed to do? Read your mind, or is he got to ask you every time the baby does anything? Like, is it okay? Do I use these wipes? Is it okay if this person touches the baby? Is it okay if I bring the baby over here? Like it's his child too. And so y'all have to co-parent at some point. Not just like, I'm the parent and you the babysitter. Cause you talked about him being Ashy Larry, the uncle, but <laughs> you treat him like Ashy Larry, the uncle too. So which one is it?
4: Well, I'm just trying to figure out what they talk about when they're they together. Like, they talk like, <laughs> like clearly, like they just sit in silence the whole time. They just stare at Jia or baby. Eli. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make, it Jow. just doesn't make <laughs> sense to me. Um, well, first off, it she she as she did say the doctor said they can introduce solid foods after four months. My calcul I thought my calculation the baby has to be three months at this point, but who cares? It's whatever. Um uh first off, the baby likes carrots. Great. That's a good thing to know. Like, yay, now the the baby <laughs> likes carrots. Look at him. He looks good, okay, great.
0: Yeah, he's not broken out or, you know, yeah. growing up. So yeah, he's not allergic. Thank God. So,
4: Condola did not need to go in on him right, right here. To be quite honest, mm-hmm. I don't think in she public, needed to go in public in the mm-hmm. middle
0: of a child's birthday party. Yeah, like
4: exactly. Stay inside, like, or don't do it at all. It really, yeah. really was, and it's just like it's just showing you like sh- how stressed she is. Like, honestly, right. this is just showing you how stressed she is. She is so deep in it that I just don't think she she's. She's just trying to watch out for her and Eli. She has all these plans in her head. Again, it sounds like she's been reading all of the mommy blogs and she just has like a step by step in her head that she's just not telling Lawrence. And I, I mean, I don't think Lawrence should have to talk, like check in with her every time she wants, he wants to do anything with the baby. But I think he, I mean, come on, like how, how, like obtuse do you have to be to know if your three to four month old baby is eating solid foods or not like I just don't understand that like why didn't he just why couldn't he have said like oh okay I'm about to go give the baby some solids you know what I'm saying like just to give her a heads up and then see if you know how she feels about it but it's just like this this didn't need to happen y'all like this 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 part really didn't need to happen none of this really needs to happen if they just have a conversation. Like this is right. like Issa and Molly all of season 4, it's like mm-hmm. if y'all would just get yeah. y'all butts down right and have a conversation. And some of Yeah, I feel like no you part. would you would understand this, but they're not they're not understanding this and I didn't I didn't I didn't think she needed to do all this. Um but uh Lawrence did like uh kind of say some bad things here as well. He said <laughs> some bad things
0: here. So she her feelings are like she's upset. She says give me the baby. Um Lawrence tells her it's not that serious and she needs to relax and mm-hmm. those are things that you just don't say to women just okay. to, put, to write, it, write it down not <laughs> yeah. serious. write That's it true. down Chappelle yep. there don't, it is. Say, uh, those don't say those things to a woman gotcha keep me posted eliminate <laughs> I hate you eliminate <laughs> the word hysterical also from your like thought process just That's any time you're feeling yeah. that you are thinking about to think the word hysterical in relation to a woman, just punch yourself in the face.
2: No, Especially my favorite not one is a newly
4: um, <laughs> like a new mom. Unpregnant one. Yeah. Like,
2: uh, my, my favorite one is dramatic. You're being dramatic. Like, yes, you say that and you
0: just stand there and just grin. You're <laughs> ready, ready to duck. Like, like, don't do it. You won't, you want to be in fights. but I've come to the conclusion that you want to be in fights with women. That's, that's what I like you enjoy. I appreciate a woman who can fight me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Maybe>. um, so <laughs> oh <laughs> when well, this podcast gets quoted on that um twitter yeah. account hit me yeah. exclamation point is definitely going to be there mm-hmm. um, at least i didn't say choke me with a leather belt <laughs> i've said that on podcast before well you just did there it is going, again there you go. everybody yeah. chappelle wants it. to be choked with a leather belt if you want to wow. uh, hear more about that or find out how you can apply you can write yeah. to us at insecure at postshowrecaps.com.
4: there we go yeah thank
0: <laughs> so, you so uh, you're welcome, Chappelle. Um, rather than validating her feelings, um, he tells her to calm down and he ends up knocking over some of Simone's presents. Those could be for Like, <laughs> settle down, get away from the gift table. If you have to have a little argument, why don't you go inside or go to the car or whatever? So seeing the-, the confrontation play out. Well-
4: Go I was ahead, just going to say real quick, this is where Condola says, give me my baby. Give I me give my baby. baby. That's true. Said, give it's me very my important. my baby. My very, baby.
0: Very,
3: very
2: important. Yeah. Ooh, that about. that just, part. This if you is want, unraveled. Because okay. we're taking notes. Here's something you don't say to your baby's father. Give me my baby. Especially yes, if he feels like he's been trying to to do what he can <laughs> do. Like, Don't get me wrong. There are some people who it's very obvious that they ain't trying and they have no... But. If you say "give me my baby," that's about as pointed as it can get. You know, that's a mm-hmm. targeted phrase right there. That's it to say, is "her like, baby." I mean, it's
0: his baby. Technically, too. it is her baby. Technically, is so baby. Give me, give
2: run me my baby. And He should have said, nope, it's <laughs> mine." And they just looked at her like she was crazy. <laughs> You're being dramatic. It's mine. You know, but like seriously, they, this is the worst time to have this conversation. Um, and had yes. either of them not been so confrontational, because Mars right, it's probably stress. But if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. They probably just don't like each other very much right now, too. Exactly. You know, like they haven't been able to see eye to eye, and so when someone, when you don't like somebody, there's really not much they can do to please you. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. this is one of those moments where, like, this could have been like, oh shoot, the baby ate carrots. Well, you know, we don't really know if he's allergic to but it looks like he's fine, so we're good here. Uh, at least now we know, you know, and then we could move on. And then later on, I could be like, hey, but we don't know what else they're allergic to, so you know. Right. Carrots, clearly we're fine here, but like yeah. don't do that again. Mm-hmm. But this became like, oh my god, you tried to kill my baby. And it was like, oh, Your baby, you know, like it's you know, it's very, it's very aggressive with how they're dealing with each other because I think they're both on yeah. edge. They've been, they've been tiptoeing yeah, around each have. other. And so, you know, this was it was bound to happen. You just hope that it doesn't happen at a one year olds party. Yeah. Maybe exactly. Lawrence just
0: stopped trying to kill her baby. That's all I'm saying. Well, maybe she
2: needs to send Lawrence dietary restrictions. You keep him posted. Run me my baby.
0: So <laughs> uh yeah then Derek seeing all of this um asked Lawrence to come help him move some imaginary boxes um Lawrence thinks there are actual boxes like this is how into this fight (laughs) Lawrence is he's Mm -hmm. he can't even Mm -hmm. see when like one of his best friends is like you are being an idiot (laughs) and you're knocking over children's presents at a children's birthday party while arguing with a woman about a baby. So let's go move some imaginary boxes and you calm down. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, like Derek wisely tells him that acting out is not going to make the situation any better for anybody involved. And he's going to turn into a full on villain who ruins children's birthday parties by yelling (laughs) at the mother of his child. Um, So, you know, he talks about being a teammate with Tiffany which I think Mm -hmm. is great like that's the type of mentality that you have to enter a lot of situations in honestly like there are really not any situations with two or more people where you shouldn't consider it yourselves to be a team if you want things to work Um, think about that people Uh, because I haven't I just said it just now Um, so but yeah I do genuinely think that like considering Condola a teammate and not an adversary and vice versa Considering Lawrence's teammate, not an adversary, it would be best here. Um Mari, what do you think could possibly like make things any better at this point?
4: Uh I'm not sure, but I, I definitely want to say that Derek is the real MVP here. Like he really yes. um saw the situation escalating. He got Lawrence out of there. He then, you know, tries to give Lawrence a, a, a dad pep talk, with, which I think he truly, truly needed. I think Lawrence yeah. really needed to hear from somebody who had gone through the situation Um, because they are really like, I I wonder if it was purposeful that we don't really see too much of the two of them interacting with the baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Like, we don't get the connection that they have with the baby because it just feels like they're constantly like Condola and Lawrence are at each other's throats. So um, it it just goes to show you that they, they are just on a battlefield right now. And, and, you know, right here we have, Lawrence said like, she's trying to make me look like a bad father in front of everyone. It's like, why is that your first thought process? You know, why, why do you, why are you, why do you think she's trying to, to make you look like that? Why are you guys in this, this headspace? Um, but I just I just liked I just like this moment a lot from from Derek because he's gone through it. He's one of the people that I really think that uh Lawrence could really actually benefit from hearing from and i I this is where they have that conversation about how like he's trying to be a good father, but she won't let him, which you know. That's the, that's always like number one trending topic on Twitter whenever, whenever it comes up. Um, and saying like, oh, Lauren says something to the effect of like, there are other dudes out there who aren't even trying and you know. Derek was like who basically Derek was like who Who cares? you know what I'm saying like we're not talking about those other dudes right now we're talking about you mm-hmm. you know and and what you're doing and how you're not making the situation any better and I just love that i i I really did a uh, chappelle from like a uh, men's point of view, what did you think about this conversation?
2: yeah, I appreciate the conversation because Derek's right, like no matter what the outcome is this is this argument is not in the in this space is not going to happen like this is not right, going right. to solve anything we're not doing you know this. so cooler cooler heads have to prevail and you know lawrence like usual has to be the bigger person and that's for the the better the like betterment of them as as lawrence like <laughs> <are> usual Latanya, <laughs> La- 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 please um so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he just told me to, usual. to shut up basically he just told said, me calm to shut down. up um, i my like, God. calm down.
2: <laughs> You're being hysterical, LaTanya. Ooh, okay. Um, but yeah, as usual, Lawrence has to be the bigger person. You know, like, from Lawrence's perspective, he does feel attacked here because it's not that, like, Look, like Condola did anything to make him like she was. She was not like, "Damn, you're a horrible parent." Why? are you, Why would you do that? She did kind right. of escalate it a little bit, but she was more like concerned about the baby. But from his perspective, he feels like she's trying to put him on blast as a horrible parent because she's been doing it already. I mean, he showed up <laughs> the hospital. There go his big head daddy who's sorry. That's Ashy Larry the uncle. the the Kiki Palmer, all, Akila, all up in the mix, all up in the B. You know, uh, and so that's why he's defensive like all this stuff compounds on itself so then yeah. you have these explosions where you're arguing about stuff that you don't even realize you're arguing about like it sounded like an argument about what the baby can eat but it's really you're not present enough or you make me feel like a bad parent or try to blast me all the time you know so from my perspective like i can understand why he reacted like that but <laughs> everyone's right this is not the time not the time nor the yeah, place it's not the time and, um mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, you know, Lawrence knows eventually he's going to have to be the bigger person because that's what Lawrence does. That's why he's a, the the that's why we have modeled the hive around him.
0: Mhm. Yeah. With Lawrence back in San Francisco, we get like I love this. So, I think it's a brilliant piece of television. Um the the split screen starts where we see the contrast of Condola's average day framed against Lawrence's average day and he's working hard advancing his career and everything he's dating um having some fun with the dates um condola is just like in a state of perpetual like exhaustion like she looks exhausted in every single frame of this she is falling asleep she feels like she's overworked she's nursing a fussy infant she's cleaning bottles she's You know, trying to like manage Lawrence's like forays into fatherhood. Um, It's just this for me was like a turning point in the episode in terms Mm. of who I empathize with more because it was just so telling to see him just like living his life, having fun, pursuing relationships with other people. And he's still got that crib there so he can look at that and feel like a father every now and then. But The burden is often more on the parent that gave birth than it is on their partner. Unless you are a member of the team and you Mm -hmm. like decide that you're gonna work together. Um, I thought that this was like incredibly effective storytelling and it really did make me feel for Condola. Like I just I I've like seen that and been there. I have not had any kids, but like I take care of my nephew a lot. I did a lot when he was younger. Um, and I remember just ne- never sleeping and being exhausted and I was working too. And like, it it's just hard. Um, and it's hard on her and you can tell. So, uh, when Lawrence, I mean, I guess like, what do you all think actually about this device? The using the split screen and did this, um, uh, make you mo- feel more, imp- which character did this make you feel more empathy for? Let
4: should can I I'll go first? yeah I mean I mean
2: Mm -hmm. it's very clear that this is like like this was a super effective way of showing like no matter what Lawrence thinks is going on you don't really know until you're in that position or unless you're witnessing it right and so what Mari said earlier is still true like yeah you think being a parent is easy until you have the baby in your hands and then you're like oh my gosh you know because Mm -hmm. you think I'll be able to work or I'll be able to take time to myself or I'll be able to watch TV or I'll be able to, but you don't know. You have no clue what this little demon baby is going <laughs> to come out and say, <laughs> you know, or do, yeah. you know, like you have no clue what the personality of this kid's going to be or what your time is going to be like, what or your whatever, like, it is is going to be like. So. Right. And mm-hmm. you're, and one of the parents in this situation is stuck with it and you know and but you know whether it's good or bad but that is the that is what's happening this person is their their life now revolves around this baby where Lawrence you have to be understanding that your life does not and as much as you say you want to if your life really did you would have stayed in LA and Mm -hmm. see that's the thing you Mm -hmm. did make a selfish decision you know to stay in LA you could have stayed there it, you would you could have sacrificed whatever you know big move you were going to make. you had a choice in this there was not you were getting shipped out like there's not Guantanamo <laughs> you know like you you chose to move, knowing that this was going to happen, knowing that this could happen, and so yeah, like you get to reap the benefits of not being there, but your partner is going to resent you or you know can resent you for that, you know because you left. You didn't have to stay there, but you did leave. And so those are things that happen and you have to address them. And this, this, this scene does address that because just like she chose is her body. She chose to have the baby or whatever. And now she's dealing with a lot of those consequences. Lawrence, you chose to move away. And now you're dealing with those consequences and they might not be the same as her consequences, but her consequences are just as valid as yours. Yeah. I think speaking of Gitmo,
0: I think that a really effective (laughs) torture would actually be to make Stoppers? someone be a single parent for like just a <laughs> couple weeks. Dang. Like, you'd get all the information out of that person that they you ever wanted to get. Right. And, and and an Waterboard water me, please. You just, nope. Raise this child alone. <laughs> no instructions. I goodbye.
4: Two I weeks. like... I no. like how on I like how on Twitter, like everybody's like, this is just a thirty minute PSA for, because <laughs> you know I your mean, boy <laughs> is like, yo, I'm not doing that. Sorry. No, it, <laughs> it, was, it, it really me to San Francisco. How about that? <laughs> a thirty minute PSA. Wrap it up. Uh, yeah. Birth control. All of the above. All, All of the
0: birth control that anyone Dude, could I'll ever put manage. not in this
4: situation if you can manage it. And for those who are in the right. situation, I am sorry. I am sorry. And vote for
2: women's rights to choose. Just saying. Right. You want to make yeah. sure the
4: GA was you. Exactly. Voting.
2: Please, please choose. <laughs> um,
3: vote
4: for choice every time. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. This, this split screen, man. Like, talk about. And they just put it in a, in a perfect place. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they really did. Because, again, the 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 swinging back of emotions on people whose side you are the whole episode just kind of goes back and forth. You know, it's like, oh man, Lawrence is being annoying. And then it was like, oh man, I really did not like how Condola handled this. And then they put this smack dab here right before the final confrontation. And I was just like, damn, if that's not black or white, I don't know what is because I mean... Lawrence is popping bottles with his clients and right? having sex with the girl he ran out with and Condola is like doing one of the most like um relatable things is she's on the toilet and goes to sleep. Yep. On the toilet. That's so like, relatable. Like par- parents out there know like basically the only time you might have to yourself is when you're in the bathroom. <laughs> and that's like Not unless a the big child mic. likes
0: to stand guard exactly like my nephew <laughs> likes to stand guard when i go to the bathroom and so i don't get to go to the bathroom alone anymore <laughs> Young exactly king. you like, safe
4: <laughs> sometimes they just they're like uh i want to come in there with you so it it was just so it was it was not sad because you don't want to you know but it's just like you saw what Condole is going through you see why she's so tired and, and you see her her livelihood and, and what she's going through and you can't help but to be like dang girl like this sucks but again i and i and i i feel like they did this on purpose they did not contrast like or i did not get like oh yeah she's really tired but also she really l- loves her son like i don't want to say i didn't get that she loved her son but you know what i'm saying like i think they they kind of played down like how emotionally attached she was to the, to the child. I don't know if that's mm. wrong to say. I don't know if that sounds weird, but I feel like there was no no payout. Like they they gave you the 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 TV trope of the child is crying all of the time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, "Oh, the baby what can't it stop It feels crying. like
0: in real life anyway. Like it, it feels like you're just living between cries with some kids. Some kids are a lot less fussy. <laughs> less- so when Lawrence arrives to pick up Elijah for an overnight stay, He's crying, you know, he's a fussy little baby, feel bad for him. He's probably got some gas. That's happens to a lot of them. Um, and Condola is anxious because, you know, of everything that we just saw, um, she's probably exhausted as well. And again, not going to rule out that there's some like hormonal postpartum depression, um, happening, possibly happening there. Um, they don't state it outright, but it just, you know, having experienced, not experienced it personally, but like been close to a person, several people who have experienced it, I can just kind of see. Um, so, yeah, um, Condola essentially decides it's not a good idea for Elijah to go anywhere. And that really upsets Lawrence. And we get kind of like the centerpiece argument of this episode, which is a thing that made this episode so good, but it was really intense, and it's the reason that it's so hard to rewatch. So, um, you know, because of this, Lawrence just unloads um after Condola points out that he's essentially just like half in, half out. He's minimally involved in their son's life, and he has excuses that he can do to like opt out when he chooses to. Um, He lives in a different city. All of these things. And Lawrence gets defensive. And he says to her. um, You know. She's the reason. That this is happening essentially. Um, He's working hard. And he checks in when he can. And uh, she was the one. Who blew up his life. uh, By having this child. In the first place. So it's really her fault. Um, And then Condola's. Like you're not the victim in the situation. What are you talking about? She refuses to let Elijah leave. For the second time, Lawrence does a the wrong thing. You know, he did it at the party, he does it again now. He essentially threatens to take him anyway. Because that's how you deal with it, you steal a baby. Um and then he, you know, talks about how he believes that he's doing the best that he can um and all of that and he is just really rude and tells her to shut up during this argument. He tells her to calm down. He tells her to shut up. He tells her she blew up his life. Like, that would be more than enough for me to kick him out of my house, and that's what happens in this moment. She kicks him out of the house. Um, so this is a brutal, brutal argument. What was your, like, visceral reaction to the first witnessing this argument, um, Mari?
4: um, yeah, this was this was really really rough. And again, it's kind of like so Condola 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 starts with, okay? So um Elijah is handed to Lawrence, he's fussy. You know, Lawrence tries to um tries to console the baby. The, the baby's not being consoled. Condola's like, "Well, you know, give him back to me." This is where I was like, "Girl, just let him do it." Like I mm-hmm. I know she has to want that o- that overnight to herself. Like I know she has to want <laughs> to be able to just trust him, but I just I think deep down she just doesn't trust him. Like she doesn't trust him. And honestly, we see why, you know? We 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 see why right here in this argument here because the minute she like threatens that Eli can't can't go with him, he unloads and he starts to say, "When you say stuff like you blew up my life and insinuating that you don't want your child, mm-hmm. why do you think I would ever give you your? Why child? Why would again? I give
0: you my child?
4: Yeah, like it's just that's just such a hard pill to swallow. With that, like you're straight up calling my baby a mistake to his
0: face. <laughs> yeah, you just said, you, know? you just told me I ruined your life,
4: yeah. ruined. Yes,
0: with this baby. <laughs> This exactly. baby is a life ruiner.
4: Exactly. So it's, it's, it, once that type of trust is gone, it is gone. I, again, I didn't agree with her when she, when just that initial beginning to the fight with the whole like her trying to, trying to take control of the situation when it's like, girl, just, you know, let go for a second because he is trying. So just let him try. But then here Lawrence goes, <laughs> just saying all of the absolute wrong things. And then we, and again, we see her saying all the things that he's able to do because he's not worried. You know, he doesn't have to worry about the kid and the whole, the urgent care. What was it like? Urgent care visits. Yeah. And, like on a
2: Tuesday afternoon or something like that, you know? Right.
4: I mean, that's, she made a great point. I mean, like when you're not in the city again, like, yeah, we had to go to the urgent care on a Tuesday. So you wanted me to call you. Were you going to hop a flight on a Tuesday? Were you, re- you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I get it. it. It's, she's not wrong here because the minute you chose to leave the city, like how involved do you expect me to think you're going to be? Yeah you know, and I don't think Lawrence realizes that he had to prove himself in order to be able to co-parent with her. I mean, maybe she shouldn't have put him in that situation. But I just think he he is just not um I, I think I think they just needed they needed a, a a way better conversation than this. Like this was just so, so bad. And this is where I'm like, dog, like stop the fighting. Like you get on papers, like Chappelle said, take her to court. Like child court and child custody is not just for women. If you, Mm -hmm, if you want to see your, your baby and you're the father, you take her to court. Like, and that's why I don't, That's why I'm sorry. I like if you're somebody who doesn't see your child and you're saying, oh, well, my baby mama won't let me see your child, my child. So it's whatever is her fault. I'm not going to make any effort. I'm sorry. You're a bum. I don't care. You're a bum because you can always, always, always go to the court system and 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 have visitation rights set. You know, if you're you know, if you're doing
0: if you actually care. Right. You know, if you actually want that time to be codified in a legal document, then, exactly. you you know, you're serious about this and you go to the court. I mean, I'm not even going to get into it, but like, <laughs> I know from experience, like, <laughs> it's just what you do. I, I don't this argument. It's just like there are so many triggers that he pushes. Mm-hmm. I agree that like it started off in a petty way. He's going to have to, if he is going to be involved in this child's life, learn how to deal with a fussy infant. You know, at some point he's going to have to do it and you have to let go a little bit. But, I, you know, after the split screen of their lives, I'm like, you don't deserve any time with this child. Just (laughs) stop it. Like, (laughs) Chappelle, stand up for your man. Got you. Stand by your man. I completely disagree
2: with you. He did he he is in that split screen situation because of the decisions that they made together. Um, they they had they did the things that make a baby. Then they decided, you know, whether as, as a consensus or just the person who has the ultimate decision said, I'm keeping the baby. OK, cool. You said you wanted to be in that baby's life, but you're also going to move to a different uh, different city. So these are the consequences of your actions. Yes, you get to have this cushy lifestyle where you get to check in whenever you want to on your baby or whatever, and you have limited access to your baby as well. Those are things that happen. But also, on the other side, though know, you wanted a baby, you got one. And this is what comes with being a baby or having a baby when you are a single parent. So those are also consequences. Mm-hmm. The thing is that all their stresses and all their their fights and stuff like that have led them to this moment. Because again, they're not fighting because Condola says, oh, you know, you can't take the baby. It's Condola says you can't take the baby because I don't trust you. I don't trust you to feed the baby. I don't trust you to come to the baby's things. I don't tell you when the baby's appointments are because I don't think you're going to fly in. I don't think you're going to do this. I don't trust you as a parent. And I think think what you said is true, Mari. He didn't know he was going to have to earn the right to keep his baby and to to, uh, to be respected as a responsible adult for that child. And that's the mm-hmm. thing that he didn't know. And that a lot of people don't know just because that baby has your DNA does not mean that someone is going to trust you to care for it. And that goes for mothers as well. Mm. Uh, but because mm. in this situation, Condola has been there and she's been a constant in that baby's life. And she knows how to deal with the fussy baby. And she knows that she's put in the time. She doesn't think you've done enough. And so in that moment, yes, yeah, she's having a panic attack about it because she's like, I don't trust you, but that's something you need to communicate way before this. You don't Mm -hmm. let me fly Mm -hmm. across the state and then snatch the baby from me. You snatched my baby from me snatch. Like, are you kidding me? So like, like, no, I don't trust you. What, who am I then? Like, why am I here? If you didn't trust me, why am I just now finding out about this? Why haven't you said anything? Mm -hmm. You know, like, and why haven't you said it in a way that I can absorb it and like and actually come to terms mm-hmm. with it and talk about it, not like just yelling at me at a birthday party because I let me to carry it, you know? So
0: yeah, that mm-hmm. one tweet. Why did you have a baby with someone you can't trust? Exactly, and it, it, um, and it happens all you know. the time.
2: And so like I'm not going to put this all at the feet of Lawrence because at the same time, like yeah, he reacted, but he just flew from across the, sta- the state to get this baby, and from what we can tell, this is the baby's first good visit with him, and mm. she like no. And do you see how she reacted when he flaked on her little spa date? Oh, all of a sudden, it's a big issue. Oh, like, look at him. We can't trust him. He's unreliable. The man flew across the state and you like, nope, can't have a baby. So what am I doing here? Uh, you say you want me to be active? Mm-hmm. I'm active. I'm here. And now you're saying, but not today. You know, like you could, that could have been an email. So as far as, far as I'm concerned, <laughs> yeah, there are arguments to be had on both sides. But when you, when all of this is compounded upon each other, there's no way you're going to have a legitimate conversation in this moment. So it was always going to get here. So yeah, he didn't handle it the best way, yeah. but what you expect him to say? Like you, the, the baby you have, you claim you've been doing all this stuff for. Like he got rid of his home gym and brought in a, a crib and everything. So in his mind, he's doing stuff. And so for her to be like, that's not enough. It's like, okay, well, what is enough? Write it down. Send me an email. Tell me what check boxes I got to check for you to let me hold my child. Like he can't, nah. he can't even keep the baby from crying oh. without her. Like, like Mark, what you said, like, Give him a chance to even try to keep the baby from crying. She's like, nope, it's fussy. Give it here. Like, tell the man that, what you that need for cribbing,
4: him. That crib in San Francisco is a self-suit Yeah, yeah, no, for, no, um, no, yeah. And I'm not saying yeah. that's
2: a lot. I'm saying from his perspective, he thinks that he's doing things. And what I'm saying is if you want him to do more, you need to say it. Or you need to say what it is that you need for him in that moment. Because don't have me knocking on the door in California or in San Francisco or whatever, in L.A. And you're like, yeah, thank you for coming, but you can't have the kid okay, like, is there a timeline or when I'm going to get the kid? Like, is there something that you need me to go to? Do you want me to go to parenting classes? Like, what is it exactly? So, when you get to the point where you're th- kicking me out, yeah, I think I'm going to put you on papers.
4: And I think, and again, I think that's where, um I think that's where Lawrence went wrong here. Because mm-hmm. if you're, if, if she says, I'm not going to let you uh, keep the baby, or... Actually, she didn't even say that until he was like, I just had, I just got the baby. Damn. Like, like, can I, can I hold him for a second? You know, type of attitude here. Like, I I need you, Lawrence to be like hey i he he never expressed that like he never said i want to be in this baby's life i want to do more or anything like that the first thing he started saying was was how are you not going to let me hold my kid you're the one who made this decision you blew up my life you know what i'm saying like i just don't i just feel like he he did not say any any good things every time that they they even come close to an argument he escalates it like he always escalates, he escalates yeah. my, it, and nothing that
0: he says is ever productive. My only defense—you're never yeah. going to get a productive conversation out of "you blew up my life." My my
2: only defense here is, what was she doing to not escalate this? You know what I'm saying? Like we get it; she's stressed out, and I'm giving her all the leeway in the world. But. It's not like she's like Lawrence. Calm down. We need to have the conversation. You know, like she is too escalating this. I don't trust you and this man. Like he's like, well, what did I do? What what is so untrustworthy about me? You trusted me enough to have the baby and to decide to keep it with me. You know, so what? What is it? You know, so I'm I'm I I agree that he didn't do anything right in this situation, but. It's not like Condola is like, I'm doing everything I can in this moment and, and expressing that stuff healthily. She's not help she's not expressing it in a way that he can perceive it. Um she's not even trying to. Snatching a baby and saying, I don't trust you is never gonna get a good response from anybody. Like it's just not gonna happen.
4: But what has he done to, for her to trust, trust him? And, He's not
2: yeah, done. Yeah, and I a agree with thing. you. He hasn't done it for you. But in his, from his point of view, he like here I am trying to do the things to earn the baby's trust, and I can't even stop it from crying. You won't even allow me to stop it from crying. He said, "Damn, I can't even stop my kid from crying for two seconds. I just got it." You know, uh-huh. like
0: yeah, you, I, it, it's all. It's one of those things where this is one. Of, like this is why I was excited for us to talk about this on this podcast because. We we are probably never going to agree on yeah. on this. Like, we could talk it over in circles for Well, ever, I do think we all we agree, agree
4: that they, <laughs> they just need papers. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I just it. think we we're agree. Not, okay, that's, that's yeah. we're all
0: agree. Okay, that's good. We all agree. We all agree. All right, so Lawrence is on a flight back to San Francisco, and his plane hit some turbulence. Um, I am clearly a turbulent snob. Because I've been on a lot of planes. I fly, I fly, well, in the before time. Flying
4: into Chicago. Um, I flew, yeah,
0: I flew for work every other weekend. Um, mm-hmm. And I have been through some turbulence. But th- like, you know, there was only one time where I thought God was reaching for us. Uh, <laughs> like, and th- I, but this I'm saying was nothing. Like, I, this is fine. What are you? He like gets all upset. He's probably in a heightened state from, like, the argument and everything. But, like, I don't know. I'm a turbulent snob because I was just like, is this going to go on any longer? No, this is done. That's like, (laughs) yeah. That's nothing. But for him, it's a near-death experience, essentially. I mean. And I guess he starts to reassess some things.
2: I mean, there is the baby crying on the plane that probably affected him as well, right? Because he's realizing, like, Mm -hmm. you know... The last conversation, the last time I saw my child was basically my my, ba- ba- my baby mama telling me she don't respect me, you know, as a, as a parent or, you know, she doesn't trust me. And so maybe, yeah, it does weigh on him a little bit because you see a life flash before your eyes or whatever. But I'm with you, Latanya. This wasn't real turbulence. If them little mask things don't fall down, I'm fine yeah, on the plane. Seriously. <laughs> Until
0: I see them <laughs> mask. Once I see them mask, oh at that my point, God. Like, when I see the mask, I'm like, all right, it's over. safety training That's video, it. it's got to kick training it in Training
2: I'll put that mask on, but in my head, this is it. You know, like, yeah, you know, yeah. But i put the mask oh on for y'all so y'all don't panic because I think we dead. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the mask fall, baby, that plane could do a backflip and I'm still going to be chilling.
4: I pray <laughs> I never see the day the mask falls, to be quite yeah, honest. Yeah, no,
0: I don't want to see that time. I'm
4: I just put
2: saying the
0: mask, that this y'all
4: ain't was, you No. Oh my god. mask on before you know, no, it was uh, no. like,
0: well, it's over.
2: And uh, closed my eyes and just kind of held on for dear life. And then they're like, okay, you're free to take
0: the mat. What? We can Because, <laughs> baby, I thought we was dead. Do they just, you have to put them back up there? Or do they just, like, I think I just, no, I think they I said them up there. But the people was
2: too busy crying. Like, we wouldn't like,
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I would never get my ass on a plane again. I know. I'd never. That would be it. That would be oh it. Oh, my gosh. Once the mask, fall, mask off, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm terrified. Um oh I mean, my like, gosh. I'm a worse flyer now than I ever have been, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I do get a lot more nervous, but I still think that that's a sustainable level of turbulence. Uh, I'm not going to, I I don't know that I'd reassess my life decisions, but maybe that is saying that I put too much stock in like air travel. No, look, I think (laughs) I, I have
2: control issues. So the moment I get on the plane, I'm like 50, 50 chance. I die. That's it. like. Yeah. And I know that's not the uh-uh. odds of you dying on a plane, but in my headspace, I'm like, you know what? Probably not going to make it off of this one. That's just something about being that far up in the air where I'm like, I oh don't So like, really? <laughs> no, like, my, what, it takes a yeah. lot to get me to stress because I'm already there. Like, I come in and Martin like, would say <laughs> <Yeah>. at six.
4: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. My Yeah, my travel anxiety is so bad. Like, I have to sit in a specific spot because the higher uh, percentage chance that you'll survive a plane crash is higher if you actually, you know I'm not going to give that to the audience. It's like very well, like, information. No, yeah, we're off, we're off. Um, I have, yeah.
0: No, we're, we're way off topic. But I, yeah, I have googled that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get to book all of the flights for the team and I choose specific seats for a reason. Um, so Yeah. Uh, he has uh, an almost come to Jesus moment and he calls Condola uh, when he gets back to his place and he she picks up the phone and obviously she's like you know been upset and like crying for probably the last two hours or so Um, and he apologizes
2: (gasps) the bigger person per use a king
0: Lord no one apologizes wants (laughs) you to talk right now Um, so, so um. He just exact uh, just asked essentially like what should we do like (sighs) what you know what should we do
4: and then we you get the end of the episode we get a fade the conversation that they should have had. Uh, a, year ago, a, year ago. Exactly. a year ago, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was say, I think we can what all agree. What should we do? So back should time. have been the
0: first question <laughs> that, that you asked. Perfect. Yeah, his- what is going on with you? Yeah, but, <laughs> oh, <that's laughs>
2: what's wrong with you that this isn't already what you I did? I defend my boy a lot, but his first question definitely was like,
0: "Are you sure it's mine?" <laughs> oh so like, yeah, my! Yeah, that was a bad question too. I mean, just bad way to <laughs> phrase <laughs> it. You, know I, you gotta, I, gotta ask. Every time I've seen Lawrence <laughs> in a relationship with anyone that isn't Issa, I've been like, "What is happening to you?" You. I mean, I don't like you.
3: Yeah, like, I, there's
0: the bad things come out. he's broke him,
2: and that's just the, thats probably what it is. No, she probably has trust no. issues. He Stop needs to go it. see the lady. No, go see the lady. see the lady. Go <laughs> see the lady. Talk it out. Come back when you whole, King. Don't. It's not time. You're not ready. That's all, Issa. Wow, look at you ruining lives left and right.
4: Yeah. Oh my God. This this episode, man. Wow.
0: Yeah, this episode was a lot. We just talked for
4: I know a lot of time
0: about a thirty minute episode of television. Yeah, we
4: didn't need to. But <laughs> they so have made much.
0: it very clear that they are not making these any longer than thirty minutes and we have talked a lot about it. So yeah. It I I'm not gonna do the odds and ends this week. Um we talked about a lot of the memorable lines already. Um But I will, I would like to hear about Chappelle's Music Corner because I thought that the song that was in the intro of the episode was beautiful. And then at the end, we get a song that was written, uh, an original song written for this episode. So, Chappelle yeah please tell us something that we actually will agree with and believe per My about music <laughs> per use, <laughs> i'm here with the uh chapelle's music
2: corner and yeah so what's the use is the song that the uh, the show opened with um and again that's an unreleased song so it was specifically for this show but i think it'll be uh released pretty soon but this is by uh, nick Hakim and uh josh Le- levi i think um also included in this in the soundtrack for this episode, Snoring by Drew Love, uh, Los Hendrix, and Mike Hector. Uh, All My Shit by uh, Phony People Enjoy Badass. All or Nothing by Chuck Sutton. Mm-hmm. Home by uh, Ayama. And uh, Blurred Lines by Joyce Rice. And then at the end, Satellite by Thundercat. And so I do want to talk about uh, Ayama. Uh, okay? Because uh, Ayama is a female artist born in Brighton, London, um and she's basically a neo soul singer so she's the one who does the song home mm. um she was actually born uh sophie bond but uh she got her start because brighton is such a like creative place that she was able to bring like different influences into her life and and be able to use that in her music and so um she's british but she's got that soul singer vibe so you know a lot of adele influences but also beyonce alicia keys etta james aretha franklin w- whitney houston um you know she's just like a melting pot of all of that um she really loves like Erica Badu. I think that's a lot of her vibe as well. Um, but yeah, she started off when she was like Who doesn't love Erica Badu. I mean, an icon, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, put her on papers. But uh, when she was nineteen, <laughs> she was we, we, she was listening to mostly hip hop, and she wanted to create like lyrical content with meaning. And she kind of got mm-hmm. a neo soul because you know reggae was her sound. Uh, like it like she like she really liked the reggae sound, and she thought neo soul reminded her of that. So she's like jo- jazz, soul, reggae, all that good stuff. But recently, in 2021, she dropped the um the album uh Tough Love. It's on Spotify, Apple Music. Check it out. The standout tracks um are uh, I think it's Ego, and the other one is uh it's not from it's not the song from this album, but I don't remember what it is. But um, stream the album mm. Tough Love. But yeah, the song from this episode was Home, and that's from her 2019 EP um Truth EP two. Uh, which is the second part of that EP. So again, check her out. She's dope. I listened to a lot of her stuff in preparation for this podcast, and so I definitely recommend. uh, Again, she's on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, and she's insanely talented and uh, one of my favorites from this episode. And that ends Chappelle's Corner.
4: All right. Wonderful. I'm going to be real. I didn't even listen to none of the music this episode (laughs) because I was so on my seat, like on the edge of my seat the whole time. Like, I couldn't even focus. I was just so... Ugh! In it, man. Yeah, yeah but That's
0: awesome. A really, really just like brilliant episode of television. Incredibly hard to watch. Um, mm-hmm. incredibly difficult to form a cogent opinion about in parts because you can see so clearly as they illustrate with the split screen both sides of the story. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um. Thank you all for joining us again for the We Got Y'all podcast. I would mm-hmm. like to give a special shout out to one. Um Jay Ellis who plays Lawrence who waved Yay. at me on Twitter mm-hmm. so if you did actually click that link you probably didn't and you are listening to this right now great job this was mm-hmm. a wonderful job of acting in this episode even though I disagree with you almost in entirety uh, um, <laughs> yeah King you got us in a blender but I did my best <laughs> yeah you tried Um, so support the arts people we are the arts um, apparently, um, and support us. <laughs> um, we are the artists. Support us. Um, by doing, by going to patreon.com forward slash post show recaps, you can support us at any level that you are able and signing up at any level makes it possible for us to do these podcasts. So if you like insecure and you like me and Mari and Chappelle and what we bring to post show recaps and you want there to be more podcasts about shows that's just insecure, that we can talk about, then please support us at patreon.com forward slash post show recaps. As always, you can send us feedback. And you should send us feedback. We have that request from earlier where it's a special feedback for Chappelle. I'll just forward all those messages (laughs) to him. And um, anything that you all might want to discuss. We see so many people tweeting about this show. And we know that people are watching this show and listening to the podcast but we're not getting feedback from everybody. So we'd love to hear from you and Sekira at postshowrecaps.com. You can also tweet at us. Um, how can you tweet at people? How, how, what are your social media
4: <laughs> plugs? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mari talks too much uh, Too like the number two. Uh, you can also, I'm going to plug my podcast here because I am tired and it's time to go. It's time. Uh, you can also find me on um, the RHAP Podcast Network um, on the Wrestling Recap Up podcast every week. Me and my co-host, Matt Scott, bring you the highlights of that week in wrestling. You don't even have to watch wrestling. You can just listen to me and Matt. Uh, it's definitely uh different <laughs> from Insecure, <laughs> but come over, stop and give us a listen in and let us know what you think. Um, but, yep, that's where you can find me.
0: Yeah, Chappelle, where can people find you should they want to talk about all the ways in which Lawrence is king? No, yeah. no, no. Don't, don't tweet me about Insecure
4: because <laughs> I,
2: I, I get it. Y'all are at home screaming at the podcast right now, but whatever. Uh, Yeah, tweet me at Chappelle's underscore show. C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L-S underscore show on Twitter. Uh, That's where I do most of my podcast promotion. Uh, Currently, I'm still talking about The Walking Dead on post-show recaps. Um, at, talking never about, not talking never about have The Walking Dead never not talking about The Walking Dead, always talking about Never Have I Ever with Sasha Joseph on Silent Podcast, and uh, currently talking to Rob Cestinino of on our other podcast, Nothing But Netflix on the Rob has a podcast uh, network. And so check us out anywhere or check me out anywhere your podcasts are found uh, on all those three uh, websites and platforms.
0: All right. You can find me on Twitter at LKStarks. I would love to chat with you. About all things HBO Sunday nights, except curb your enthusiasm. I don't watch that show because it makes me anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's too cringy. Um, so you, yeah, find me at LK Starks on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at Stormborn1222. And I am also doing a podcast on Dexter New Blood for post show recaps with one Josh, Josh Weigler, Josh Weigler. I can't really remember his name, but he's a guy.
4: And we're Jeez. doing a podcast together. <laughs> That's how late it is. <laughs> exactly. Um,
0: and we're doing it about Dexter Newblood. We're watching this show, so you don't have to. But it's not, you know, I've got a lot of thought. It's not terrible. So you should watch it. And then let's <laughs> talk about it. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, I was just on the Movie Ladder podcast talking about Serial Mom. A great seminal John Waters classic. Um, I appeared on post show recaps theater talking about how, um, ha- Halloween kills almost killed me. And we'll probably be making another appearance on post show recaps theater soon to talk about, um, movies such as The Heart, uh, The Harder They Fall and Passing on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, if you want to hear about those things, then you can find me. And I'm also on the Discord if you're a patron. So please feel free to reach out. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. All right, everybody. This episode is already way too long. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. To talk more about Insecure. Bye. Bye. Bye.